0: anathema or not, there was always a chance this Farian was ghost shit insane, and I didn't have a gun. You claimed to sense a life sign, Sergeant. A female voice, several octaves lower than the Farians, didn't so much ask the question as pick up a previous conversation. Did, Cap, in this room, only one, the lilting voice replied. That's as close as I can pinpoint it. Fine. Fan out and check through this. The owner of the voice paused, but I resisted the urge to lift my head and see if she was looking around the cargo hold. Rubble. She finished, finally. Sergeant Terras says one of these poor sods is alive. Figure out which one. I kept my eyes closed counting the footsteps as my unwelcome guests fanned out around me. There were five people total, all moving with military precision. They were probably fucking mercs come to claim my ship. I hadn't been able to figure out whom Portis, my bastard of a first officer, thought he was going to sell Sophie too when he started his little mutiny. You mean when you killed him? Grief dug razor claws into my throat, and I choked back a sob. God's damn you, Portis, why did you betray me? Except I wasn't entirely sure he'd been trying to kill me, or that I'd been the one to kill him in the end. My memory of the fight was as fuzzy as a passacol sheep and had teeth just as sharp trying to dredge up anything resembling coherency made the pain in my head turn on me with snarling fury. I snarled back at it, and it dove away, whimpering, into the recesses of my brain. There were more important matters at hand, like getting these bastards off my ship and getting the hell out of here. Sliding my hand through the gelling blood on the floor, I wiggled my fingers deep into the thick, squishy mess. A spark of triumph flared to life when I closed my hand around the hilt of my combat knife. I knew it was mine because I felt the nick in the handle, even through all the gore. The day was a fucking waste, but at least I was armed. The intruders moved past me. By some grace, I'd ended up partially beneath the stairs and out of sight. I eased myself sideways, rolling over Portis's torso and away from the abstract blood painting on the floor. I saw his profile, and all at once I wanted to kick him, curse his name, and drop to my knees and beg him not to leave. "'There's no time for this, Hale. You have to move.' The voice I now recognized as my own damn survival instinct shouted at me with the crisp precision of an imperial drill sergeant. I got my feet under me and rose into a crouch. My left leg protested the movement but held my weight. The strangers had their backs to me. I almost thanked the gods for it and then reminded myself there was nothing the gods of my homeworld had done for me lately. Portis had been the believer, not me. The dim emergency lighting might be just enough for me to slide into the shadows and make it to the door. The ship's AI wasn't responding to my Smarty's requests for information. At this point, I couldn't tell if I'd been hit by a disruptor that had shorted the hardware wired into my brain or if the problem was with Sophie. Either way, it didn't matter. I had to get to the bridge and access the computer manually. If I could space these jokers, I would be long gone before they finished imploding. If. I backed straight into the sixth intruder before I had time to remind myself what if stood for. He was hidden by the shadows I was trying to blend into, as still and silent as a ghost. He didn't make a sound when I spun and drove my right hand into his ribs. The blue shimmer of his personal shield flared, and I swore under my breath. It would smother any strike I threw at him, making the damage laughable. But the kinetic technology didn't extend to his unprotected head, so I swung my left up toward his throat, blade first. He caught my wrist, twisting it back and away from his head.